The SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario, Jim K. Ford, and Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Get into the best shape of your life right now at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Now until Thursday, December 3rd, it's their Cyber Week sale featuring buy one, get one free on selected items. There are fantastic deals throughout the store, including PVL Whey Gold Protein Shake Mix. Buy one, get the second for only $9.99. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't miss Cyber Week at Popeye Supplements with six Ottawa locations to serve you. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. You know, for years now, Jim K. Ford has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, mowing, whatever, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know and they can probably find it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, a full-service commercial and fleet dealership, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans, or tour their virtual showroom at jimkford.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey everyone, it's the SWP. Welcome back. It's a podcast about sports and whatever. It's a new episode every weekday. I'm Steve Warren here in the nation's capital. Jimmy is out west in Edmo. We're schmoozing it up here on day one of December, James. What the hell? Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Actually, that's a, on one hand, uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I get for some reason I get a little twitchy getting close to Christmas. I got a bunch of shit I got to do, but it's only December first. On the other hand, not too cold here today makes the winter short, Stevie. Short, shortens up the winter. As I bash my head into my microphone, <laughs> I was wondering what that noise was. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's warm there. I, I think it's warm. Well, let me let me check the let me check the weather. Let's see what we got, Stevie. Plus four, which is nice. We were 10 on Sunday, uh, but it is cool and pouring rain. So you'll probably hear a bit of the rainfall above my studio here on my metal roof. Yeah. Is that, was that the regret of the year for you? I mean, there's a lot of bad things in 2020 that you put a, you put a metal roof on. Kind of like the noise. Well, I didn't put it on. Kind of like the noise of my furnace. Hang on, Steve. <laughs> One sec. That's all right. So we have uh, heads clanging off of microphones we've got furnaces we've got major rainfall on metal roofs there's a real professional thing we got going here huh it's tightened right tightened right up baby no <laughs> no stone is left unturned when it comes to the expense here of this podcast uh to make things happen um yes sir yeah yes sir yes sir <laughs> <laughs> Uh, late last week, James, uh, we learned that the Skydome, and I'm going to call it Skydome because I don't feel like keeping up with all these uh, corporate names. Uh, you might know it as Rogers Center, but I think uh, Skydome covers it off for everybody. And uh, it's been around since 1989. And according to a Globe and Mail report, they're going to tear down Skydome, make way for a new building. The plan A is to build a stadium on the existing site. But if the government comes in and uh, 
and mucks things up because they're trying to do residential and retail and office buildings and stuff. And so that needs all the governments to approve. So if something goes wrong there, the plan B, I guess they have access to lakefront property and build it there. And uh, so right now they're not officially saying anything, but it sounds like it's uh, it's going to happen and it's going to take five to eight years. And it got me thinking about some good moments at Skydome. Like when you think about Skydome, is there a certain moment, whether it's sports or not, that pops to mind? For sure, it's the couple boffing in the window, Steve. Of the hotel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. That was great. Yeah, that's got to be the highlight, anybody's highlight. Um, and I was there when uh, uh, Philly gave up the big run to Joe Carter. I was actually at that game. Um, I've told that before. So, yeah. The, the, the big home run, yeah. Yeah, the big Joe Carter's touch them all, Joe. Touch them all. You'll never hit a bigger home run. Touch them all, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know what else, Steve. Joe Carter's home run would be number one. No question about that. I think a very close number two, depending on your age, it might be number one for you. It'd be Jose Bautista and his epic playoff bat flip. Sure. And that one happened in 2015. And the circumstances of that one are just so vivid and fresh. Playoff game against Texas. Seventh innings going on forever. It's emotional. It went on for about 40 minutes. And Jays fans in the top of the inning, they were just enraged by some brutal umpiring. And that allowed Texas to take the lead and then... Suddenly, Bautista steps up and just cranks a three-run shot. And uh, I think the strength of the Sky Dome's foundation was tested on that evening. Right, right. So that's a classic sort of, for sort sure. Of weird, eh, that that thing became so viral? Like, like you know, flipping a bat. I, I'm sure someone had done it before that, you know? but Yeah, it was just the moment and the way he did it. It was like he just looked over at the Texas bench We've all seen it. He flips right. the bat with with so much swagger. And then, but first he looked at the bench like, what do you think of that? Another one was Donovan Bailey taking on Michael Johnson for the title of world's fastest man. Don't remember that one? I do. And Michael Johnson, it, it looks so bad that he pulled up with a hammy or whatever halfway through the race. Yeah. And would be a little different, um, Michael, if you did it when you had the lead. But wait a right. minute! You never did have the lead, I don't yeah. think. And and as, I agree with you. And and as uh, um, what's his face pulled away, the Canadian guy who is it? Not uh, you just told me the name. Not Bruni Cern. <laughs> Donovan Bailey. Donovan Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donovan Bailey. Uh, when he started pulling away, and then the guy sees him blow by him, and gives it. Oh, 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 oh! oh here, we, oh God, he's blow, he's blowing a piece of his ego. It snapped, I think. Yeah, <laughs> probably what happened there. Yeah. So, well, the fact that that thing even happened was embarrassing because since the beginning of time, the world's fastest man title has always gone to the reigning 100 meter champion. Can you imagine like going up to Usain Bolt and saying, You're not the fastest man in the world? It's the 200. Well, that's a bad example because Bolt was also the 200 right. meter champion. But you know what I mean? The point is, the 100-meter champion is always regarded as the world's fastest man, but because it wasn't an American, the American media was suddenly applying it to Michael Johnson. That's why the whole thing went down, mm -hmm. and it was no contest. And halfway through the race, Michael Johnson knew it. I, I, I mean, we'll never know for sure if it was a legit injury, but that looked very much like a case of, well, here's one way to save face. Right. Whoop. And I bet, I, bet he, I bet he had that up his sleeve the entire time. Yeah. 
probably his agent or something saying, look, here's what, you know, here's what you're going to do. All right. Look, exactly. We can pull her up here. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know if the guy's got it or not, but he's yeah. looking pretty strong. I just look at some video. Of that guy's good. He's good. He's good. He's got lots of speed. <laughs> Yeah. Another of my top five favorites would be the greatest Grey Cup game ever played, in my opinion. It was an absolute shootout game the first year that Sky Dome was open in 89, and it was Saskatchewan beating Hamilton 43-40. to 40. It was such a good football game. It was the first Grey Cup that Saskatchewan won in 23 years, so that's obviously a very healthy fan base, and everybody's pretty pumped about that out in the prairies. And the other one I had was, uh, and just in the process of uh, doing a little homework on this, it was watching Sky Dome's opening ceremony in June of 1989. It was one of the weirdest things I, I think that I've ever seen. So it's Alan Thicke up there with Andrea Martin. And they're up there doing this. They have this massive stage. It was very much the kind of thing you'd see at a, the kind of stage you'd see at the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there was a game going on or not. But anyway, uh, Alan Thicke and Andrea Martin, okay. They were the hosts, and they were doing all these songs and these badly choreographed dance numbers. You'd have guys dressed up as Argo players. you guys come out dressed like Blue Jays, and they're, like, dancing. It was just really <laughs> awkward. I'd highly recommend people have a look at it, though. Make it your internet homework, uh, Google Sky Dome opening ceremony. It's really, really odd. It sounds, it sounds like a, a dress-up day out of kindergarten class, you know, coming out dressed as baseball players and football players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Argos guys are all out there wearing their navy blue jerseys, the white pants, and they start in with this singing in the rain parody because right now they're not going to have to play football in the rain anymore and – so they're going, do, 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 Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Really There awful. must have been some concerts there, Steve. Like, oh, yeah. Like if the Stones went or David Bowie or all those big guys that we knew from the 70s and 80s. Uh, yeah. And the Raptors played there as well and beat uh, Michael Jordan one night. Highlight for sure. Yeah. Yep. God, such a gargantuan product, right? And then it only, it's only, you know, now, now we've got to tear it down. Think about the amount of concrete that's involved in that whole teardown. Yeah. But, uh, the, the, the part of the problem is they, they built a dome right when domes were starting to fall out of fashion because they'd been around for many years mm-hmm. and Toronto was all excited to get one. But the reality was, yeah, it's getting a little late in the game because everybody at that right around, you know, in the next few years started to pine for those Camden Yards fields, like the, the classic baseball only type stadiums. And, uh, that didn't that didn't mean that you know they didn't carry on for many many years but uh i i i think that fans will very much appreciate if you're a blue jay fan you'll very much appreciate watching the toronto blue jays play in a true baseball park right if that in fact is what they have up their sleeve yeah I, well you think of the weather you know mm-hmm. it, it's hard to believe that a the team that's the furthest north that are going to be the first ones to rebuild their stadium with no dome. Like April it rains a lot, Stevie. Okay. Mm-hmm. End of, end of October. If, if, if they go that long. Anyway, anyway, it just, it just seems like, Holy God, what a, what a huge project. And now they're tearing it down. Can it not last forever? Oh. Yeah. I was, uh, I left out my, my personal favorite though, in that uh, we won the Ottawa 
media touch football tournament. Yeah. We ended up we ended up getting a chance to play at halftime at the Rough Rider game. I hit young Mark Papasak. You know Mark Papasak worked at CKBY for, sure. for many years yeah, as the morning sure. show guy. Hit him in the end zone for a touchdown. And so our radio station went to Toronto and got to play at halftime at an Argo game. And uh, we uh, basically got kicked off the field. It's like, okay, game's over. It's like, wait, <laughs> like, you know me, Mr. Competitive, right? It's still 0-0. Zero, zero. We only have like a 10-minute game at halftime. They say, sorry, game's over. Yeah. It's like, wait, no, we have to decide this. We've come all this way. <laughs> they didn't care. <laughs> and there was nobody in the stands watching. <laughs> they all went to the, get a pint or something. Yeah. But it was really fun because it was all expenses paid. They took us first class on the train down there. And we I, we met John Candy that weekend. It was very cool. Yeah, cool. That is cool. Every time you talk about a media thing, I still go back to uh, the bloated sack of guts. Tim Tim Dunn, the producer, got us involved uh, in a uh, what do you call it? road hockey. And uh, oh yeah, I said okay, I'll go out for that. Yeah, we'll go out for that. A bunch of a bunch of road hockey rinks out at the um, Scotia Place or whatever it's called yeah. at the time. <laughs> and, and I just remember him sort of sort of tapping his foot really quickly there, waiting for someone to come off. I, you know, I was just sitting around looking for a cocktail. And then all of a sudden someone goes, hey, you're up, Dunner. And he, he runs out at a thousand miles an hour. You know, spit starts coming out of his mouth. His eyes are bulging out. <laughs> we, got, we got to win. We got to win. We got to win. <laughs> so, holy. Yeah, just relax, Dunner. Yeah, relax. He's crazy, Stevie. Crazy. There's yeah. screw loose. You know, that's one of the few events you ever had to get into. Like you had a real knack for avoiding those types of things. Totally, I did. Yeah, yeah totally did. You know, Jr. and I would make the, the the grave error of you know spending more than five minutes uh, in the building after the show was over. Um, you always had a knack for for dodging all that and getting out of dodge. Well done. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one of one of my favorites was we one of the first promotions they did was golf uh with three guys right which is the name of the show three guys on the radio uh mm-hmm. so your your company i guess could bring you would bring you would bring uh you know, what would you bring three guys i guess no you'd bring nine guys and and so three of you would play with each one of us to make a you know three foursomes right so your company got yeah i think that was the nine and dine nine and it? dine deal and uh i remember me complaining about it, going, I listen, I'm a golf snob. This is brutal. You know, Sunday I don't play golf. I don't. And the stage guy said, no, no, you got to go. You got you to do it. And uh, you guys were were pissed because I was missing a bunch of it. And you set me up with a guy. So I, I go begrudgingly, you know, to the first tee going, okay, I got to drag my ass up and down this freaking golf course <laughs> with a bunch of shit golfers. And the guy says, hey, nice to meet you, you know, and Super nice guys, you know, big listeners, right? Listen to, no, the one guy didn't even listen to the show. That was it. Oh, no. Yeah. He's like, I, I, uh, so you like the show? Eh? He goes, well, I, I, I don't listen to it. I don't. I'm just a friend uh. of the guy. from. The, so now I'm even more livid, right? I'm going like, and then the other guy, I see him standing there in the tee, looking up and he's, he's got an iron in his hand, right? Sort of looking up and down, like, which end is up with this thing? Right, I'm going mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. and I go, "What's up there?" He goes, "Yeah, I've, I, uh, I, I, I don't listen to the show either, but my buddy does. That's why he invited us." I'm going, "Oh, super! That's great." And and the other thing is, I've never played golf before, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, "What?" Uh, 
Anyway, so I was laughing my head off, kind of. But you know what I ended up doing, Steve, is telling them that we, we played the first hole and then we drove, it was at Canada, and then we drove right by the second and went right to the third tee. And uh, the guy's like, what's up? I said, yeah, well, uh, today we're every, uh, all the even holes are closed. And, and we're going to just play the odd numbered holes, one, three, five, seven, nine. And they bought that? Well, the guy's looking going, well, why, why are there people on two, four, six, eight? I said, exactly. Well, because they gauge it. They, 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 you know, either your odd holes or either your even holes. And they, uh, so they just split it up that way. And the guy's like, I don't think so. You know, I said, oh yeah. Yeah. It's a special deal today. Today we're doing it that way. So that was, that's classic. 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 What does the three mean? What does this three mean on the bottom of this club? The guy asked me, what does the, no, Boy, the NFL is in rough shape right now with this whole thing going on with the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, they're going to try and get that game in, at least as we record this, as of this moment, they're still going to try and get in the Ravens and Steelers game. But man, the, the Ravens are just, like they, I think they're close to 20 employees now, uh, 20 players, I should say, uh, 20 players, and then a number of others who are employees that uh, that are off, off the can't play because of COVID whether they've been exposed or actually have it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a big problem with, with the Ravens right now. And some are wondering, okay, is this, you know, are you guys handling this properly? Like it's it's gotten so bad with the Ravens that maybe the play is to just have the Ravens forfeit the game. Because or the, or there was the some season discussion. pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But in the meantime, it's like, you know, obviously as a, as a franchise, you didn't do a very good job of keeping COVID at bay. So maybe you should pay for that with an L Mm. and we'll see you all when you're passing enough tests to get back in the action. Yeah. You know, the Broncos, right. Um, Where they had no quarterbacks left in that game yesterday. I think it was the head coach. I was watching highlights last night from sports center and he was saying what you were saying that it was kind of stupid by those guys and they didn't obey the restrictions and the protocols for COVID. He kind of called them out a little bit, saying, well, right. they, they made a mistake and hopefully they learned their lesson. And um, so he didn't, he didn't roll over, you know. Uh, you know, here's the thing, Stevie. Um, so say you're with Baltimore or the World Junior because some of these guys, and you've got a quarantine now for two weeks, okay? Mm-hmm. And Stevie Warren, you're, you and the rest of the guys got a, lock up for two weeks and that will make sure you don't pass on the virus of course right that's the whole idea and then you go okay well then the two weeks is up and say it was two weeks ago when when you had to do this so the two weeks is up today and you're right up on the news because all you can do is watch it and the cases are going through the roof and now you're stepping outside of your hotel room going fuck i could end up here again (laughs) right yeah so That's my, that's my indicator that, you know, in a perfect world, that everyone should quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, it would have been nice to just, uh, you know, everybody really go hard on it in the early days in March. Uh, now we're, you know, like I say, it's December today and uh, this thing is still as big a problem, maybe worse than it was back in March. It just feels like we just wasted a bunch of time. And if we'd done this really diligently back in the early days, um, you know, maybe it wouldn't be such an issue, but it's hard to get everybody on the same page. 
particularly when there's so many yahoos out there. Right. When we come back on the program, uh, we're going to talk about the Tim Hortons hockey card potential controversy. At least fingers are being pointed as to whether this thing is being rolled out properly. We'll get to that next after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F-750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Get into the best shape of your life right now at Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Now until Thursday, December 3rd, it's their Cyber Week sale featuring buy one, get one free on selected items. There are fantastic deals throughout the store, including PVL Whey Gold Protein Shake Mix. Buy one, get the second for only $9.99. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't miss Cyber Week at Popeye Supplements with six Ottawa locations to serve you. The Glen Walton Real Estate Team would like to take a moment to wish you nothing but happiness and good health this holiday season, safely surrounded by family and friends. Glen thanks Ottawa for the support and partnership and looks forward to working with you in the years to come. Happy holidays from the Glen Walton Real Estate Team at glenwalton.com. So I found this in the New York Post, and it it reads as follows. Canadian hockey card collectors want to put Tim Hortons in the penalty box. As a former investment banker and his 10-year-old son, they say something's fishy with this year's NHL hockey card promotion at Tim's. After the two bought pair after pair of the card packs Mm -hmm. from Tim Hortons. Mm -hmm. Christopher Lau and his son were hoping to snag a complete set of the cards, which include these special clear-cut autographed sealed in plastic cards Mm -hmm. and franchise trios, which feature three players on one card. They bought dozens of card packs. They've been unable to compile a complete set and that's raised suspicions with them that something was not right with the promotion, which started last month. And Lau says in an interview with the Toronto star, they list the odds on the back of the pack. So you only have to buy roughly 12 packs before you hit these inserts. Something felt wrong and Lau has been trained as an engineer, suspects someone who's someone is out there cherry picking the most prized cards, including the clear cuts and the franchise trios. And he says a lot of kids and parents may have spent hundreds of dollars on these packs before knowing that they have almost no chance of ever completing a set or experiencing the joy of getting one of the top cards. And the accusation is they're cheated before they even nibble the foil on the corner pack to open them up. And Tim Hortons in a statement says it has no evidence of any cheating in 2020. The company's implemented strict security measures and provided clear training materials to ensure this year's annual NHL card promotion is fair and all customers have a chance to open a pack containing a rare and valuable card. Here's the deal, Steve. Okay, here's the deal. The father, okay, is a complete and utter idiot. Okay, 
He's got no brains. He's making no sense at all that this guy, uh, his, the biggest problem that this guy has when we just talked about the, the world collapsing around us here with COVID, this guy decides to make an issue about a Tim Hortons card at this time. Shut right. the F up, dude. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me that you're going to go to court or you're talking about suing, you know, the, the, the guy's a, a complete moron, Steve. An absolute, utter, and complete moron to do that right now. It's not like this is a lottery situation either. Yeah, it just... If you ever saw McDonald's, um, the McMillions documentary on Netflix, I mean, that, that was a lottery. That was supposed to be uh, a game where there are opportunities to win money, and it was proven that certain stickers, like Park Place, for example... Um, there was a breach of security and the security team that was supposed to be looking after this, some guy was handing them out to his friends and people he knew uh, and uh, and just asking for a cut. You claim the prize, but give me X amount. And so that's how the McMillions thing happened. These are just hockey cards. We're not yeah. talking about a lottery situation where somebody's getting scammed. Well, and t- Tim Hortons, because a lot of the tr- a lot of the trouble, and I'm experiencing it myself now, and so are my my kids and other kids. Right? There's just, walls are starting to cave in a bit. Right? Walls are starting to creep in a bit with with COVID and isolation, and and you know everyone, it's not going the way everyone wants. It's getting worse. So Tim Hortons comes up with a great distraction, right? For let let's still do this. Let's spend the money. Let's let's keep the marketing up, and we're going to do a hockey card thing. So I'm. You know what a what a nice thing to be able to do, with with, you know, in with your parents. I mean, it's not a huge deal in the world, though. Is your point? It, it, yeah. And who cares if like it's not fair? fair? Who cares if it's yeah. not? You know, what what did you buy? What, what did you buy here? Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You spent you're spending three dollars and ten cents every time you come to my place. It's not like, you know, you buy a car here and your name goes in a draw, Steve, and then you find out later on that that you got no shot. And they said, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever. All right, let's call it a day right there. Any final thoughts today as we wrap up another program? Yeah, here's what you got to do, Steve. You got to do what I did uh, in in these tough times is you sell bottles of vodka out of your locker <laughs> at St. Joe's. Uh, you know, I, you, you talk about highlights, Steve, of my life. Sure. And I've told you this one before, but it's right up there. That's how you make a little extra cash. <laughs> All right, let's call it a day right there. Uh, so ends a quirky show, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you.